Uns, 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 uns. Episode 138, folks. How are you? Welcome back to FLA Exposure, sponsored this episode by our friends at BC Kimonos. Uh, been supporting us in the East Coast for a hell of a long time, since 2013. Check them out, bckimonos.ca, located out in uh, the West Coast. But uh, again, they've been supporting everything all over Canada. Gi, no gi apparel. They can do custom stuff for your club. Uh, fantastic people as well. So check them out. Uh, yes, we got a great episode here. Uh, really looking forward to this. Uh, a guy I've known quite a while here in the in the jujitsu scene, local grappling scene. He's competed in pretty much everything that I've ever done. Uh, he's a he's a super nice fellow and a hell of a competitor, and always a guy who lays it all on the line, win or lot, win or lose, and and just a, a great competitor, great teammate up there. Trains with uh, the great team at MXT under uh, Professor John Kelly and St. John. And uh, yeah, they do a great job there and have a, a super tight team. And uh, this is a guy, again, I, I've known for a while and I've wanted to have him on and it just didn't work out before. So uh, thankful to have him on now. So let's bring him on. Episode uh, 138, Mr. Joe Pilmer. How are you, sir? I'm good. How are you, pal? Awesome, man. Again, thanks. Uh, thanks for joining us and Happy New Year. Happy New Year to, to you too. Yeah, it's uh, an interesting year, but 2021 didn't really get started any better than 2020 ended. Not too much, no. But uh, better and brighter things are ahead. I think so too, buddy. I think so, and that's it. That's exactly it, right? And that's the attitude to have. You've always had a good, positive attitude, realistic attitude too. I love that about you, man. And uh, how I, you know, like we do on all this uh, on every episode that I pretty much do. How, how'd you get into martial arts, and and kind of what got you into this game? Uh, well, I played. Uh, I did judo as a kid, but I wasn't. Ah, okay. uh, I never really went anywhere with it. I stopped at about grade eight. And uh, then I started playing football and I played a lot of football. Uh, and uh, I got injured. Uh, it was, I played for a team called the uh, UNBSJ Seawolves and I uh, really hurt my ankle pretty bad. And so that kind of took me out of football. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, I found uh, natural transition to jujitsu. Yeah. <laughs> <So I found, laughs> I found uh, Edgeguard Luke and John Kelly were teaching uh, out in Kennebec Cases Valley at the time through a guy I used to play football with. And uh, yeah, and I went out there. That was 2011. Uh, I had a kind of a weird shift sort of a job. So uh, I bought a punch card. Edgeguard used to sell punch cards. You get uh, 10 classes and you get your 11th free. Oh, so, no. uh, yeah, so it took me, well, took me a while to get the punch card filled up. But uh, yeah, here I am still going. It's funny. Everybody's story is so different, right? And ha how things change. Like I look at myself and, and you, and there's a lot of other people, you know, that are brown and black belts and people have been around for a long time. But then you look at it, people like that, like people like John Edgard and, and other people like Jared and, and Peter Martel and all these other people have been around like yeah. for so long doing this kind of stuff, right? It's so funny. It's wild. Yeah. It's crazy just to be a part of it. Well, that is, that's true. You know, how, how's things going obviously down in New Brunswick? You guys are back in orange right now, I think, right? Is that what's up? Yeah. Things are, uh, things are tightened up pretty good. So it's what it is. We just got to, uh, band together and we'll get through her just like yeah. everything else. Back to secret training. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's, it's, it is what it is. Right. But yeah. it's, uh, how many cases today? Do you, do you know, we had zero here today. Uh, I, my wife is normally the one that tells me everything yeah. that's going on, but I know <laughs> yesterday, yesterday we had 30 new cases. So, but mm. luckily the, uh, I think two or three in St. John. So 
happy. Yeah. Not great, but it's better than uh, some places. Well, that's it exactly, right? So, so anybody who isn't aware, MXT is a is a club in St. John, uh, New Brunswick, under Professor John Kelly and Edgar. I guess you would say it would be the original uh, lineage, I guess. So Edgar originally brought it here, and uh, then uh, we we used to be called Sia Polista. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and then everything got switched around, and Max Trombini started his uh, his own branch off called MXT, and uh, we've been under Max ever since. Got it. Got it. How, when was that? That was like 2017, maybe? Uh, something. 16? 16, 17, right around. Uh, I didn't, might even say 15, to be honest. But Yeah, yeah. yeah it, it was a while ago. Um, what's the influence there from those guys? Obviously, you know, you're still at it. And like I was training today and I was talking to a guy and, and it's like with a white belt and, and you know, this white belt is really tough, you know, really, you know, doing well. And to me, I look at that and I'm like, that's that's really good. But the thing is, you know how you get to brown belt or black belt or purple belt? You have to do that four times a week. Every yeah. you know, that's so that's what it's 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 good to see that. But like you got to keep doing it, right? And it's the influence of people that make you stick around. Yeah, it's uh, what's that old saying? It's not uh, it's not who's the best, it's who's left. Very so true. You just got, yeah, you just got to keep going. You no, know, your knee hurts. Well, just still show up and shrimp around a little bit and. Tell some guy what he's doing wrong or what he's doing right, and just keep going. Mm -hmm. Be a teammate. That's it. Yeah. I uh, I used to have a, a struggle with if I if I was hurt or if I couldn't train, I wouldn't go to the gym just because it was like my own sort of mental block. Mm -hmm. But now uh, I I just see it more as you got to help your uh, teammates get better. So yeah, especially you. You know, there's definitely a lot of people in that club who look up to you. You know, you're one of the better competitors, or not better competitors, more active. I, I would say competitors in the uh, as well as better, but uh, like uh, more active competitors for sure in on the team. Um, yeah, so definitely a lot of people look up to you, whether you're you know training or whatever. Yeah, we got a lot of good guys coming up now, and it's crazy. You know, it used to be you'd see a purple belt, and it was like a seen a unicorn. Now we're, I'm seeing more every time I come to class and guys getting promoted blue belt. And I don't even see that many white belts anymore. It's pretty crazy. You know, yeah. it's, it's funny when the, when clubs do that. Right. And it's, it's, yeah. it's, you know, it's about dedication from the coach and feel like you guys showing up all the time and building that foundation, being able to go from, you know, when, when certain clubs need to close and transition to another club or whatever it happens to be, man. And, when you have that base, it, it's, it goes a long way for sure. Do you do any judo? I know John, he's big. He likes his, well, I don't know if he does it anymore, but. I do, like we have a curriculum, Max Sense, that has some judo techniques, but I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm better at baron bowling than I am at judo, and I'm really <laughs> bad at baron bowling, so there you go. <laughs> yeah, man, judo is an interesting. I uh, I used to do a little, little bit with Jerry. I shouldn't say, like, I think this is maybe why I'm turned off the gi so much and we, I focus so much on no gi. It's like I got thrown one time by Jared and literally I didn't land well and I, landed on my neck and busted like pretty much two vertebrae in my neck. Like we're pretty much uh, the discs were pretty bad. So I was off pretty eight months or so I, I missed. And so you just learn after the oh, fuck judo sucks. Like it, it's really like it. it's a hard thing to do and it's, uh, I always I always sit when I'm going against a judo guy. <laughs> I, uh, I like to wrestle though. I I that's what I was going to say. I I prefer wrestling. I like being able to grab legs. Uh, but listen, man, I got a lot of respect for judo guys. You watch them, and it's amazing. Mm -hmm. But uh, I don't. 
whatever that gene is, I don't, I don't have it. Yeah. <laughs> they, yeah. They're like, vicious. Yeah. Like I try and <laughs> well, they, we're doing like cyanogi drills and I'm taller than most people in the class. It's kind of hard for me to get under <laughs> yeah. someone's shoulder and pick them up. So I'd rather just grab their legs and it dive. Over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Do you guys do a lot of wrestling up there? Uh, I teach uh, no-gi classes. Uh, well, it's only one. It's on Saturdays. But my it's a mix of wrestling and uh, other no-gi techniques. But my, a lot of it's wrestling. Nice. Because it's something uh, some guys, like I think it's something some people neglect because of the, uh, the nature of some people just like to pull guard. And, yeah, fuck, that drives me nuts. Yeah, wrestling's important. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. So, I, yeah. yeah, it is super important. Like pulling guard, like... I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, if I, like if in, in reality, like I look at that at, at it this way, and I'm you know who who am I to say? But I, I don't know better than anybody. But if I look at it in the street, if there's a confrontation, am I going to pull a guard? Yeah, there you go. Like, you're like, you're <laughs> like maybe you are, maybe you are. I don't know if you're crazy, topped off your back. Maybe you are, right? So, anyway, um, but uh, let's get back to uh, c- competing. You know, you've competed a hell of a lot. Um, you know, for Rogue, for us, for multiple organizations or tournaments. And uh, how's it been for you, like, from the very beginning of when you started kind of competing to now? Like, uh, how's it kind of, how have you changed, I guess, in your competitive nature? Uh, just being able to stay calm. It's, uh, I was always so nervous and just, I remember my first couple of tournaments, I'd sit there with those little uh, five-hour energies right before going over. <laughs> yeah. Pound one of those into me. I'm like, that's a, now I'm like, that's some stupid, man. Your heart rate beating through your roof. and Yeah. yeah. So now it's just trying to stay <laughs> calm and uh, keep the heart rate low. Uh, I, try to, uh, I try to impose my plan more now than just sort of see where it goes. That used to be a big issue of mine. And, I'm a notorious slow starter. It takes me a while to get warmed up uh, in a match. So yeah. those are just things I've worked on. And uh, yeah, that's about it. Uh, yeah. It's amazing just to see the difference. Like you used to have a tournament every, what, quarterly? <laughs> At least. And we, had them, and we had them all the time. And well, now we have none. But uh, yeah. I was happy. Yeah. I, got, I got to compete this, uh, this uh, summer in the Rogue Grand Prix, which mm-hmm. was fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah it was just nice to be able to do it again yeah that's that's it man at one point you know there's a lot of events and tournaments and that's what's important that's what's going to grow the scene and it's excuse me it's interesting to see what's going to happen here moving forward and and i don't know fingers crossed it, it kind of everything goes away with this vaccine and kind of gets smartened up but yeah. yeah it's uh competing man is it's a funny thing everybody i talk to is kind of the same way about calming down and, and working on the mental side of it because like going back to putting on all these tournaments every single tournament every venue and i'm sure guys from rogue or nick or whoever uh yeah nick's put on a couple of tournaments like anybody who organized the tournament can kind of like understand this the bathrooms are always destroyed <laughs> always destroyed because people are just so nervous they're freaking out they're yeah. puking taking energy drinks like pre-workout whatever yeah. they got to do man and it's such yeah. a fun environment praying they brought a blue gi and not a white one <laughs> yeah <laughs> fuck. i don't know man that's it like some, some... <laughs> yeah it's interesting I, I i'm not a 
I don't know. Like I looked at, uh, I was, I was talking about it today with someone else about the tapper tag and how ridiculous that <laughs> format was, man. And like, that was the best. Some people liked it. Some people definitely did not like it, but uh, I thought it was pretty funny myself. Listen, man, if I don't, if no one remembers me for anything, I was in the inaugural tapper tag. So I, <laughs> yeah, that's to, right. I had to hang on that. <laughs> man, I would love to do another one, a third. I think it would be, oh, it'd be like the only thing I looked at, and I, I don't know how we got away with it, is no one's like, knock on wood. No one getting hurt. Like I was really worried about someone like getting getting like a leg like stepped on during the transitions oh, kind of thing, but it just everybody's pretty good and everybody everybody definitely went for it though. Oh man, yeah, it was. Uh, <laughs> no one knew what was happening. Everyone was just sort of. I yeah, nobody, I like, the rules were like kind of. They were good, <laughs> but they were kind of like what. I remember done. at some point, uh, Joel and I were both on the sidelines, and he was like, like boxing me out like a basketball player. And yeah. like, am I allowed to shove him? Like, what am I allowed to do? Like, <laughs> are we allowed to? Like, how does this work? <laughs> just grab him and pick him up. And move him, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a uh, it's a fun rule set, but we've done so many different rule sets now, and I don't know. I, I would love to. I've always thought about too uh, doing like a something called the royal roll so like the royal rumble but so like yeah. 30, 30 people and uh, one person starts and then every minute a new person comes in but the only rule like you can submit you can like the only thing is you can't like so if i have someone's back you can't jump on their back and like rip on their neck kind of thing. that's the only rule that you can't do like you can like that's the thing, you know. So okay. So if you have me in a rear naked choke and someone else runs in they can put you in a rear naked choke, or they can't. They can't. Oh, you know, okay. The rules would have to be modified. Like I never really <laughs> thought about the rules that much, but I always thought it would be pretty fun to do. You know. We'll come up with the name, and then we'll work backwards. There you go. Well, the, the royal roll. There you go. Just like that. Or you just call it the royal rumble. Steal it. Ah, uh, copyright. Yeah, yeah. You don't want to. <laughs> I don't know if they would really notice. Hey, but we'll see. Cool. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Anyway, it's interesting. Sorry, we're getting a little off track here, folks. But yeah, it's a there you go. Brad calls him. Um, so uh, you work for the city down in St. John, and uh, how's like COVID kind of been for for everybody down there? Uh, when it first when everything first hit, the first like lockdown, uh, everything uh, everything got shut down. Uh, we were working weird hours just so we were all. Uh, no one was around each other, so we were like broken up into really weird uh, uh, hours of work. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, after that, we went back to work, having uh, wear a mask at all times. And then we went to you could he like uh, as long as you were with the group you worked with, and but you could stay six feet apart. You didn't have to wear a mask. But now that we're back into orange it's masks at all times unless you're in your own so i drive a plow truck obviously i'm by myself so i don't have to wear a mask in the plow truck but yeah. at the end of the day we have to sanitize the trucks for uh the night shift to come in and use them hmm. yeah man it affects everybody that's an interesting job to me i always look at well driving a plow to me it's like insane how like i don't i'm, a, I'm my adhd is out of control so for me to drive a plow truck would be fucking not good like i don't know how you can do it there's so much to pay attention to i'd be taking out guardrails yeah uh yeah 
you just gotta you get used to it it's just like anything yeah. you gotta i remember well they're, they're a little easier on guys now but when i got hired i was like 21 22 when i got hired with the city i was real lucky i got on that young but mm -hmm. here's the keys young fella <laughs> plow on a wing and tire mm -hmm. chains and yeah don't freak uh, out too bad yeah <laughs> call, call us if you're in the ditch yeah and i've i've found the ditch many times <laughs> oh really eh yeah it's, it's probably gonna happen you know that's fine, but luckily it's very full of snow so it'll yeah. uh <laughs> give you a little bit of cushion yeah it's an it's an incredibly interesting job and uh, thanks for doing it by the way and well, uh, you know it's not one of those jobs now i see them they have like plows in the front a little one on the side and then another big one on this side it's like yeah those are the highway trucks those are uh those are a whole other animal man how are they like how do you even pay attention they must have a computer screen or something looking at them i don't know probably have I, I i've never driven one uh my i drive an older version of a, of a plow truck just because it's what uh what we uh mm -hmm. what we use and uh all we have is just little indicators that show us uh where the the wing is the the plow on the side and it just we can see it from our window and pay attention to your mirrors and watch hmm. out for everything else <laughs> did you ever get back like from a long shift like that and then get in your car and you're like what the fuck like yeah the so car we've, jump back? we've been uh we, we have we've been lucky with snow for the past couple of years but i remember a couple of years ago uh uh, I'd work a 16 hour day and we, we did like 40 of them in a row and you'd, you'd get back to your car and you'd be like, I could have, I could be in Toronto right now with the same amount of time and miles I put in today. So <laughs> it's an it incredible, was, lot of snow. You guys moved, man. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. Good old St. John. Go. <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be fun. Like, you know, a little bit of a stress, but, but, but fun job too. So well, good again, yeah. good for doing it. Um, I always ask a lot of people too that come on here um, because for me, like as a promoter in this kind of sport, like even especially in jujitsu, not so much MMA, but I always compared it to like when people would be like, what do you do? You know, how do you convince people? Like what about like how to watch your events or whatever? And I say, well, it's all, like, I always looked at it. Like it's like BMX versus motocross, like jujitsu okay. versus MMA, because if you're going to watch BMX, chances are you're going to watch motocross. Like if you had the choice, you're going to probably yeah. watch the more exciting thing. And that's what I think about like jujitsu MMA. Most people know what motocross is, but they're going to watch that before they're going to watch BMX. I don't know. It's just kind of the analogy I've always used. And I always wonder like how people, how they would kind of approach people about, you know, if, if you had 10 minutes to spend with somebody, how you would kind of approach transitioning them to compete or, or even get in the gym. So how would I take in, uh, someone that's never done any training and try to get them to? Because mm -hmm. you know the like, oh, is that karate? Or you yeah, know the, yeah. the the usual things that oh, I wouldn't want to do that. Like we all have those awkward moments in there. My nephew's a black belt in Taekwondo. I love that one. But uh, what rank are you? <laughs> oh, I'm a brown belt. Oh, you'll get there. No, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those are good ones too. I do like that. Um, I, uh, jujitsu could be a hard sell to some people just cause it's, uh, it's a very, uh, not to sound weird, but it, it kind of is it's very intimate. You're very close with someone, another human. Mm -hmm. And if you're not used to that, 
like I know guys that if you like uh, like come up behind them and just sort of grab them and hold their arms together, they freak out. Like they don't like it. So like it, you yeah. can't handle if you can't handle your buddy just messing around. You're probably not going to like someone smothering uh, you, actively Sweat. smothering you, sweating in your mouth and <laughs> touching your feet and. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's true. I think uh, I think uh, the self defense aspect is good uh, with like police and uh, different armed forces stuff like that. I think that's an important aspect is ground fighting. So yeah. people like that, I could understand. I think they understand it better than just someone off the street. But then you get guys that have never done any sport at all and come in and it's, they're just naturals and it's yeah. it's because it's like a game, right? It's like a chess game. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think uh, to explain it to someone, I always say it's like if you took amateur wrestling and judo and then you added WWE submission holds, <laughs> <laughs> you got Brazilian jiu-jitsu. <laughs> That's a good way. That's a good – the WD, WWE probably sells a little too. Oh, yeah, they like it. You put them yeah. in a sharp shirt. Yeah. <laughs> Man, it's, it's interesting because I always wonder that, like how everybody else would kind of – because it's a it's a thing that is not easy, you know. You're you're selling something to a lot of people they don't even know what it is. It's like you said, you know, my nephew's a, you know, oh he's a black belt, he's nine. It's like oh cool, you know. And he's way better than me. You're right. Yeah, like it's a different thing altogether. But yeah, it's, but they don't know. No, I, I think I think MMA is easier to explain just because it's yeah. Anytime anytime someone gets punched in the face, people understand it. Yeah. Whereas yeah. if you're if you're transitioning from a triangle to an omoplata and I can see it. But the, my buddy next to me who has no idea what's going on, he's like, how do you know he's doing that? I'm like, cause his hips just switched. And he's like, what? Yeah. Why doesn't he just get up? Like, yeah. Just stand up. Come on, man. Just stand up. Like, yeah, it's funny. It's, I love those guys, but we all need those guys. We need lots of those guys to buy tickets to our future MMA events. So. Well, that's, that's, uh, uh, I, I watched your card, by the way. The, F, the first FLA was a great card, man. So congratulations Thank on you, that. Buddy. Thank you um, very much. Lots of hopefully, hopefully you guys can get another one going for the guys soon. That's the plan. Yeah. Hopefully, we, we'd Whenever. like to do four at least this year again. We are yeah. plan was four in 2020, but that didn't happen. So if we're we're th- we're four again, you know. So we'd like to get to New Brunswick at some point too. Um, so we'd like That'd to do good. Newfoundland. We'd like to do everywhere. If PEI is out of the question, but Newfoundland is is something that is is possible a possibility. But obviously, Nova Scotia is we gotta not That's get ahead. Of, yeah, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves here. Obviously, so right now we can't how, do any. But how come PEI is out of the question? Uh, I I don't know. Just like from they don't have any sort of interest. Like even jujitsu oh, okay. is kind of legal okay. over there like it's it's a weird thing i'm not sure what it is matt mcgrath and we spoke about it before and it's been approached and they're like but you know who that's you know it's one thing to say that right like uh, again yeah. but with both proper proposals and kind of thing why wouldn't it right like yeah. i look i look at newfoundland and or you know cape breton is a big part like we're there's lots of places we can go but like i look at newfoundland and Newfoundland, the mile one center right downtown St. John's, like they, they don't have any MMA. They don't have any real, like they're maybe like a, a, right now, I think they may, might have one major sport, either hockey or basketball, but that one of them's left. So, wow. but you're taking a big risk going over there. Would yeah. people drive? You know what it's like to get everything over there. You're hauling a shit ton of gear over to Newfoundland, but 
they've shown interest with our so our commission would have to go there blah 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 so yeah a lot of and, work yeah a lot of work and but who knows man who knows what'll happen right so um yes, but uh yeah so well your mma experience man you did it you you got it out of your uh that was probably the whole thing for you eh? was it a bucket list thing or uh it started out it started out as that and then you kind of catch the bug a little bit and then uh mm -hmm. thank god for nick coombs he knocked that bug right out of my head <laughs> <laughs> yeah but, uh, that was a good but, fight, uh, i was good but uh yeah i i'm a much better grappler than i am a uh, cage fighter i know that for sure <laughs> yeah you learned that did you i did yeah i'm i'm i i really should have spent more uh more time stand up boxing working on that stuff i i was just never comfortable doing it and he was very comfortable doing it and he uh nick's a really hard guy to take down and to keep down so it's uh it was just a didn't work out he got yeah. me with a real uh, he well he got me with more than one right hand but that last one really did it <laughs> yeah. yeah well it's like justin just said though man that was a very very good fight and I I knew I was interested of that fight because I, I knew him and I knew his history, but I was wondering like I obviously knew you really well, so I was, I was like, wonder what's going to happen here. So uh, man, yeah, hold your head high for sure. Well, we fought once before. Uh, Nick was my first fight, and uh, he beat me by uh, unanimous decision, and that's what kind of made the bucket list thing made me more like, oh well, I I don't want to. I want to win one at least. So then I had mm -hmm. a fight for uh, LJAC promotions. I was lucky enough to get a, a second round knockout against a real tough guy named Max Bisk. Mm -hmm. And that set me up for another shot again with Nick. So, and uh, well, we know what happened. And uh, it was, <laughs> I was happy. I put, it was a good show. <laughs> That's it, man. You always put on a good show. You always have a great attitude, and uh, you know, health is the is the most important thing, and and that's that's you know what comes first. So, man, the experience is there, and uh, that again, you can pass on with others, you know, into the club, and like that that yeah. experience is just something you can't take away from people, right? So it's like Josh, who's another guy, right, who's fought, and you know, th th these kind of experiences that you have in the cage that you can you can pass on to people, win or lose. That's what a team's about, buddy. Yeah, hey, when uh, 40 years from now and uh, my grandkids are sitting around and I'm half crippled and sitting there telling them about what I did when I was 20-some years old. And mm -hmm. <laughs> at least that's what matters. Yeah. yeah, that's exactly it, man. That's what I think about all this kind of stuff, too. And We can all get caught up in, you know, lots of bullshit in, in life and whatever, but at the end of the day, that's exactly what it's about. You know, when you're 70 or 80 years old, if lucky enough to get to that age, yeah. In, with health you know um that we can sit there and i'll kind of be like oh you know i remember those guys and, and we had a lot of fun together like you know when you can get to these environments of you know what they're like backstage or whatever being on tournament day you know or whatever it happens to be it's, it's just an incredible feeling when everybody can come together yeah man i i like uh i'm happy to give any uh advice or anything to anyone that trains with me even anyone that doesn't if they ever ask me a question mm -hmm. uh so for me, uh, I'm strictly jujitsu now. Uh, it's way more fun. Uh, mm, it doesn't yeah. make me dizzy when I get hit in the head anymore. So <laughs> yeah, I should have did MMA promotions first before jujitsu because now it's every club's becoming just a jujitsu club. <laughs> yeah, but it's still a niche thing. It's, oh, big time! Yeah, <laughs> it's hard to uh, 
especially gi gi matches. I love the gi now because I'm I'm getting uh, I don't move as well anymore, so I can grab onto the gi better. Uh, but uh, yeah. it's really hard to sell like uh, one of the Meow Brothers against uh, I don't know Cobrina, and then <laughs> have them have someone watch it. And yeah, it, to me it's interesting, but to a novice that has no idea what's going on, it's like okay, they're just grabbing at each other and legs are flying all over the place. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a hundred percent. Exactly. That's exactly what, for most people that would ever come to our events or whatever, that's exactly. Oh, okay. Like yeah. they, they, they come to support you or whatever, but really to them, they're like, what's he doing? Oh, that's side control. You know? Oh, what the fuck does that mean? Like, that's yeah. what, oh, so it looks weird to me. So whatever, like, but give me another beer. There's, <laughs> <laughs> there's guys now that, especially in the Nogi, that make it so, uh, fun and fast paced yeah. that it, at least it's uh it's becoming more mainstream mm -hmm. but still someone that has no idea what's going on it's uh it can yeah. be a hard sell but i love it so that's all that matters to that's me that's 100 percent. like that's you know if you can break down jujitsu and i've kind of like you're like it's i never do gi or like I don't know. Like I put it on today and like I'm I'm trying to force myself now to start kind of get back into it a little bit but I just love no gi so much. I feel, I find it so much more free. Like it's just a, such a different sport for me, but I'm trying to force myself to get, to get back into it for the love of the, uh, you know, the fundamental aspect of it and, and that kind of thing. And so I've been, you know, we'll see what happens, man. But yeah, I was strictly no gi for a long time. And uh, the, the problem is now is when a lot of tournaments are gi tournaments and, I have my skill in the gi was declining compared to my no gi was raising. And uh, I didn't like it because I was getting beat by guys that were, I thought I probably should be able to take. So mm. I said, Hell, even when I was getting ready for the rogue tournament, uh, I did zero no gi rounds. All rounds were in the gi. Hmm. So just because it made it more difficult. Yeah. And like my opponent would take their gi off, but I could keep mine on and they could use the gi against me. Good idea. So, yeah, it was good. It was I, I put on a pretty good show that time. So uh, yeah, that's a good Don idea. Actually. Like a half hour. <laughs> Who was it? Sean. Me and, McMahon, me and yeah. Sean went for about a half hour yeah. until he taught me the fucker. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> the legend himself. How's he doing? Uh, I I uh, talked to him. We were helping Christian get ready for one of his fights. Mm -hmm. He was up, uh, and I was talking to him, and he's good as far okay. as I can tell. He's on this kick of uh, doing insane amounts of pull-ups. So he was, he was telling me was, that's his training. He just grabs a pull-up bar and does as many as he can, and then he leaves and comes back and does it again. And, and then the pull-up, <laughs> eventually the pull-up bar breaks. <laughs> and then he just pulls up. He just wheels himself up. <laughs> I was watching this thing. It's like the most extreme race in the world or something on – I think it's on Crave or Amazon or whatever, but he's that kind of guy that would be on there. I'll never forget the first time I met that guy. Like he's <laughs> he's such a wonderful person. Like he's so stoic, but he's such a wonderful, respectful, just person, man. But like from from a promoter side of thing, there's no better kind of person you could ever have. Super respectful, awesome traditional martial arts, but brings it every time. Like exciting, oh, win or lose, he's fucking there, and he he'll put on a show. So are you? Talk like you're the same kind of guy too, man. Yeah, I'm a bit more jovial, I think, though. Nah. But, uh, <laughs> but uh, 
yeah, talking to Sean outside, he's he's just like you said, he's stoic, but what a nice, awesome guy to yeah. talk to. It's He'll family. tell you he remembers things I did better than things I remember. So, uh, but uh, yeah, he's just a great guy, and uh, getting and when you actually face him, it's kind of scary because he's uh, he's he's going for it. He's mm. he's dead. He, I like to say he's dead inside, but. <laughs> yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Like you, you got to pretty much break it to like, yeah, you're, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. And that's, uh, it's interesting. Some people have that and some people don't, right? Like I'm not a, like I, I when I roll to, and I think my neck injury a little bit, maybe when that was like a blue belt or something, I kind of, now when I'm rolling, if I like have someone in a certain position, I'm like your neck okay. Or if I have a deep guillotine, yeah. like it's just a weird, like, cause I just fucking, I hate that pain and I wouldn't want anyone else to go through it. But some people, it's, that's just a, I'm not, I'm trying to get better at that. Right. But yeah, you either got that kill or you don't. Right. Yeah. I'm, I'm with certain guys. We go hard and with sure. other guys, yeah, I, yeah. I of won't. course. Yeah. Uh, if I know you're like, uh, I put guys in certain positions and they're going against it. So they're going to break their own shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I just let go. I'm not, yeah. I'm not going to make some guy that comes here twice a week just to get a good workout and, do jiu-jitsu i'm not going to blow his shoulder out because he didn't know he, yeah his, his own just, should have just tapped and but he, his yeah. own will kind of wanted to his ego i guess yeah so yeah. uh i don't have much of an ego anymore i was pretty well beaten out of me so <laughs> i hear you buddy. i hear you yeah. yeah it's levels man and levels and learning to this and you know, it's like the old cliche thing and joel and i were talking about yesterday about you know black belt you just get like you're learning now like you're just learning. Like there's things like that. I obviously I learn every day, but like when it comes to lag locks are a big thing that I work on with Jared a lot. And I, I have no idea what I'm doing, but I still do know what I'm doing. Like it's, it's an amazing art where you can just continuously learn and, and from everybody yeah. from right. Like from, I, I learn, man, I can learn from a, literally a white belt can walk in your club and I can learn from that person when I roll with them. Like, and I love the camaraderie and meeting new people. It's fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, speaking of leg locks, like, uh, I rolled against, uh, Ken Beaton mm -hmm. and, you know, I'm, I'll, I'm the first one to admit I do leg locks, but when it comes to the different entanglements and things like that, I'm almost a novice, but mm -hmm. if it wasn't for him, he caught me from a 50, 50 heel hook. If it wasn't for him doing that, I wouldn't. Uh, I went over, uh, my old buddy, John Judo Williams mm -hmm. went to his basement and we drilled 50, 50 escapes. We drilled every escape. We, I, and so it's like a thank you to Ken because that made my jujitsu better because, because yeah. before it was like, I neglected it because I was like, Oh, I just won't go there. And then, well, guess what? Sometimes you end up going there and <laughs> you get caught. You roll with anybody who like, I feel it all the time. Cause like, obviously I come from jared and rorson and that's just what our club everything kind of trend like jared's always we've always been nogi but like everything changed once sub series kind of came around and all these heel hook guys were kind of coming around jared just sucked it all up and rorson and they just they were always henzo guys anyway under donaher but and anyway yeah. long story short um you can feel it with people like that you don't that don't do lag locks it's crazy yeah. like you, they just put themselves in the position because the the legs are so long and the entanglements are there right and yeah it's uh yeah if, if you're doing nogi man you got to be doing lag locks from like whether it's jared or if you're learning online from people like kent or your own coach or whatever it happens to be man there's lots of resources out there yeah my guy's john williams he's my uh he's Judo. my leg lock guy in, in new brunswick he's uh 
He's the yeah. man. He's awesome. Yeah, awesome one of the best. Guy. OG. <laughs> yeah, that's for sure. Still yeah. beats me up. Yeah, yeah, he's a wonder, wonderful person. Yeah, he uh, he's a real good guy. And mm -hmm. He's like an ambassador for the sport, man. Like, he really is. He's a great ambassador for jiu-jitsu. He's always been around. He's always laid it on the line again, competed, you know, win or lose. He's a great attitude. And, it's yeah, he's a great guy. We love you, Judo. <laughs> yeah. Hi, bud. <laughs> yeah. yeah, leg locks is a cheat code when another guy knows him. It's very, very true. Um, sure. What uh, – you know, for, for you, uh, memories, you know, we, we, uh, we got a few minutes here left. I want to ask you just a couple of questions, but you know, memories and like mentors, like people that have kind of, we've already spoke a little bit about that, but like there's memories obviously that, that keep you going too, and, and goals that you wanted out of jujitsu, anything that you've kind of pops out. Uh, the first time going to the club, meeting John, uh, this, uh, John was fighting MMA then, uh, I, I think he was fighting at 145 so you know john's not a real tall guy and mm -hmm. 145 pounds i'm thinking oh i can i can handle this guy and guess what i didn't do shit <laughs> and uh just you know john's a real uh, mentor to me um mm -hmm. great guy my, uh, my buddy tom splain uh out of victory mm -hmm. uh he's uh, a mentor to me too uh he he helped me a lot when i was doing the mma helped me with boxing and things of that nature but just he has a, a really strong mentality on how uh, how to train and uh, on uh, how you should uh, differentiate your competition training from your normal training to your technical training. And that always uh, stuck out to me. And he's one of my best friends. So, yeah. But uh, very cool. Memories. Like memories. Uh, hey, man, I've, I've competed. I got to, I competed the first chokes up by the ocean. I competed at the, the freedom roll. I competed at the finishers ball. I was at the first tag team thing. I, mm -hmm. I, uh, I was in some of the first tournaments in New Brunswick, you know, mm -hmm. like I, uh, I've seen and met a lot of people that I wouldn't have met if it wasn't for jujitsu. I've had some really big wins and some even worse losses, you know what I mean? So, mm -hmm. uh, I take the good with the bad. It's, it's, it's my life. I, yeah. I love it more than anything, all, except for my wife. I love my wife. <laughs> you guys do have a, she's, man, I got to tell you, like, out of all the memories I have of doing these events and tournaments, and, and she's always been right there. She's always been, you guys always showed up. I remember always early, were prepared, and she would always be like, hey, can I help? And she did help a couple times. She was really nice and just, that's what it's about, man. This community is what it's about, truly. Like, it's we're we're such a small community in the grand scheme of life, and even in the East Coast, it's even it's even smaller. Yeah, she's my good luck charm. Nice, <laughs> but yeah. uh, I would say the 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 coolest win I ever had uh, or memory was when I when I went up and we did the blue belt challenge with you guys in 2016. I was. Just me and her. We came up the day before. Uh, <laughs> we didn't know the area at all. At all, we don't. This is. I was only in Nova Scotia probably three times in my life. Nice. We don't travel around much. And uh, we're heading to New time, Glasgow. We're heading to New Glasgow, babe. Bring uh, <laughs> bring the bells and whistles. We're heading yeah. to New Glasgow. <laughs> uh, and we had to laugh because we met at Sobeys and uh, we had to drive through Stellarton. You know everything. It's because we both worked at Sobeys years ago. So, ah, uh, okay. So driving through Stellarton was kind of, oh, yeah. That's a... <laughs> ah, <laughs> but, uh, nice. Okay, cool. You saw the head office and stuff. But that was pretty cool to uh, 
to go down there and uh, I won that and by the skin of my teeth luckily uh Matthew didn't know leg locks then now he does and that sucks for me but uh <laughs> <laughs> that was the very first one that's right yeah that was that's probably the uh the biggest one I can think nice. of nice cool that's, that's probably my cool. favorite memory nice man well that's it man hard work pays off and uh yeah that's awesome i like that very cool story new glasgow doesn't get uh, ranked very high usually it's like last place number, <laughs> number 50th in mclean's place to live usually so is it oh. yeah i think they've changed that a little bit in the last couple of years but it's it's improved a little it's it's not as i always thought it was super nice little community but that for some reason i was got a shit rating so good for you i i'm glad that was like beautiful it. loved yeah. it what time of year was that, that? That was uh, May, because I got my uh, edge guard gave me my purple belt because I won that. It was pretty cool. Nice. Awesome. <laughs> I had a good little stretch there. I won the ab high at blue belt, then I won that thing, and then edge guard told John, "Yeah, give him a blue belt." <laughs> <laughs> Man, those are the things. Like exactly, like medals, blah blah blah, trophies. You know, they're all cool. We all think they're cool to look at belts, whatever. But at the end of the day, man, memories—that's all you can take. Well, you can take yeah, the belts and put it up, but you know. Whatever. Who's got the I, stinky gear at MXT? Anybody oh, got know. stinky gear? Come on. There's lots, but I'm not going to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. You're like, no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> Man, do you keep your ghee with like old protein containers and onions? Like, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> oh, shit, dude. I've literally, I've told someone, no, I'm not rolling with you. I'm not. It's and then come, they it's left. Come close. I felt bad. They should. You should I feel so awful too. about yourself. I'm not right. big on bullying, but you should you should really look deep inside with what's wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. It's like the worst thing. It's the most awkward thing to to get paired up with someone who stinks. Like maybe yeah, I stink well, too. I shouldn't be saying anything, but no one's told me. But you go home, you you go to your washer, you take out your gi that you just wore, you put it in the washer, you throw some soap in there and you're all set after that yeah you take it out and don't try. and don't leave it in there to get all mildew either <laughs> hang it up or, or dry it oh, i feel man. like i'm talking to a toddler on how to do oh, laundry we're gonna make a psa, <laughs> PSA on how to keep your glee key clean yeah. oh, do you yeah. smell like a staph infection you do. <laughs> yeah. yeah do you <laughs> have a staph infection <laughs> don't come here yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's a very clean sport anyway uh or sorry a, a very like close kind of sport but people do I will say for the most part, people do, um, most gyms I've ever gone to, they, they keep it, but like a lot of them now are going above and beyond, which is great. I think, I think with this whole COVID thing, I think there's a lot of kind of places that probably could have used a little bit of a cleanup anyway. Well, good thing with us is John is meticulous with cleaning. So he, uh, uh he's always had a clean gym, mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, which yeah. is good. But yeah. Some places you go to, you're like, wow, you guys, uh, yeah. Do you have a mop? What? No. Yeah. Is yeah. that is that your pet rat? Oh no. No. Okay. <laughs> the mascot. Cool. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fun sport, man. You meet people from all kinds. But well, since you won't talk about the stinky gear, I'll uh, we'll transition, I guess, to the last question I ask everybody for advice. You know, um, we can all learn from one another. We're all in this kind of mess of uh, life and 
grappling or MMA, whatever we're happen to be into. So any advice for people that are going through shitty times right now? I know you do a lot of running and like you've like Michael Conley has started doing what you're doing, or maybe you started doing, I don't know who started first, but doing that kind of stuff and running and challenging one another, you're a big motivator to people and I see it and, and I love that kind of stuff. You've always been that way. And any advice for people? Well, most of the things I do aren't the best. I say uh, self-deprecation is a good thing. You really shouldn't like yourself that much. You should. Yeah, you some should people need a taste of that. And use that, again, like use you against you. Like I just, I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm, I'm an unfinished product. I have things I need to accomplish and I have things I need to do. Uh, so I, I started running because actually after my match with Sean in the summer, I could grapple for almost a half hour and then did a match before that, a seven-minute match. I was barely tired, but I looked like a bag of milk. Like, you know what I mean? I'm like, what are you doing, man? You, you train like a bastard. And so maybe you should stop uh, brushing your teeth with uh, whipped cream. You know what I mean? Like, start, uh, <laughs> So, so uh, I just started running. And uh, actually, it, it, it's – really fun now so uh the farthest i've gone is 30k um i'm looking for a marathon i'm 42 kilometers is a marathon so that's my next goal we'll see how we'll see when i can do that when it's not too freaking cold outside but uh well you've done more shitty nights i've seen that <laughs> yeah that, yeah those are fun but uh i uh for anyone that's injured that's a big thing about jujitsu is guys they keep trying to train and just because you're injured doesn't mean you don't have to go. You, yeah. you can go and help. You just can't train, maybe. Uh, when, you're, when you're there, learn, watch, pay attention. That's, that's your job then. And then when you come back from your injury, whatever it may be, you have some new ideas that are uh, sitting in the back there. Uh, I've always, like, for years, it was just getting ready for something next. Like, I'd get ready for one of your tournaments. Then there's another one coming up. Then mm -hmm. this and you weren't trying to get better then. You were just trying to get better at competing, but you weren't getting better at jiu-jitsu. Know what I mean? You were just mm -hmm. getting better. You were conditioning, getting better, and those five moves that you were pretty good at, you were sharpening mm -hmm. up. But yeah. Your game, for me at least, my game was stagnant. I did the same thing forever, and now uh, I'm starting to do some new things. Nice. Uh, yeah, that's yeah. my uh, advice is uh, pay attention. Don't let injuries bring you down, and uh, hate yourself just a little bit. I like that. I like that's good advice, actually, because, you know, heading to the club injured is super important. You know, a lot of people do that. Some people don't, but it's exactly you, sometimes you can pick up things in a different way when you're watching and you're not sitting on the mat. So that's great advice. And I can't like I hate myself a little bit too much. So I'm on. I'm, <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I'm, 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 I need to be fucking nicer to myself is my problem. Um, so but I know exactly like. I think a lot of people need a little taste of that uh, humility, whether it's through through whatever it happens to be. So, yeah, keep yourself in check. And, and uh, with that being said, obviously, be good to one another. So anyway, man, I want to thank you for joining us. Thanks uh, for taking the time out of your day to jump on. It's been a, a little while in the making. So, uh, yeah, yeah I appreciate it. Thanks a lot for having me. It's good talking to you. I haven't talked mm -hmm. to you in a little while now. Uh, yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, Any uh, so final well. shout outs, buddy? Anybody? Anybody? MX. Anybody? Uh, everyone at MXT, anyone that's ever helped me down the road, uh, John Kelly, Max Trabini, Edgar Luque, uh, 
Matt Tufts. Thank God for Matt Tufts. If it wasn't for Matt Tufts, you wouldn't know who I <laughs> I'd be all busted up and broken. And Matt, uh, he's my main training partner, has been since the very beginning. I love that guy. And, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, I'll give uh, uh, for fitness and athletics, Matt Forge. Uh, they fixed up a lot of injuries I had. I haven't gone as much lately because, knock on wood, I've been yeah. pretty, pretty injury free. But uh, if it wasn't for that guy, I had a lot of neck and lower back injuries just from punishment. So yeah. he fixed a lot of that. So anyone that's ever helped me, thanks a lot and have a great day. Okay, buddy. Awesome. Thanks again for joining us, Joe. And uh, we'll be in touch real soon, buddy. Happy New Year. All right. There you have it, folks. Okay, buddy. Take care. Joe Pilmer, the one and only, the legend himself. Love that guy. I used to love when he would slap himself in the face when he would get ready for fighting. Oh, I was like, fuck yeah. That guy scares me. I love Joe. Literally one of the most fun guys I would have to compete. So thanks for joining us, buddy. Uh, Anybody out there struggling through anything, just uh, take a listen. That's great advice. And uh, anybody who's looking to get on the podcast, reach out. Uh, We're probably going to keep going here three, three episodes a week, maybe four kind of, I have a goal. I'd like to get 250 before the end of the year. So another 120 or so. So this year we'll see what happens. Anyway, folks, uh, heat advice, be good to one another, be kind, uh, use skin cream. Otherwise, uh, you'll have wrinkles like me. And uh, yeah, be good to one another. We'll see you soon.